We're Michael and Amy, your couples connection coaches. Our mission is to help couples thrive using a conscious and holistic approach. This podcast is for couples and singles who want to unlock their relationship potential and reconnect on a deeper, more meaningful soul level. We share insights, client breakthroughs and personal stories to help move your relationship from surviving to thriving. Hello listeners, welcome to the podcast once again. We have Amy here and myself, Michael. We are Connection Coaches and we're here to help you to maybe uncover some areas in your relationship where it's not going as well as you would hope or maybe you just want to lift it from being in a state of surviving and moving it to a state of thriving. So welcome. Today, our topic, it revolves around something really hot at the moment in some of the work that Amy and I are doing uh, specifically and uh, we find that this is such a friction point mm. in in our relationships, hey? Yeah, definitely. I think um, our audience seems to have issues with this in, in most relationships to some degree. And that's why part of the reason we're addressing this, um, we've done a few masterclasses on it and uh, we've even got a little ebook on this topic as well. So you can see, I suppose, it's going to be a great episode. So you would like to share what it is that we're talking about today trust (laughs) right restoring trust in your relationship so yeah you can see why this can be a real friction point um, for couples and you know not just couples in relationships abroad and everywhere and and we all have interactions with different people and we have different ends of the spectrum in terms of how we perceive our trust with that person right Mm. and so when it comes to an intimate relationship it becomes really deep meaningful and those wounds can therefore be the cuts can be deeper yeah definitely Mm. i think it's also important to kind of recognize that often trust used to just be mean equal divorce you know as soon as there was a rupture of trust Mm. particularly significant rupture you know infidelity or something like that then i feel like the old school of thinking was either hide it under the carpet, pretend it never happened, mm. get on with life and forget it, um, or divorce, you know, for some couples. But I guess this is what we're wanting to share today. And, and this is our foundation of our podcast is to share ways with you that conscious couples can actually get through and heal um, some, some deep wounds in relationships. But it does take work from both partners and it does take some uh, patience and some time and some and focused energy on healing whatever it is that um, needs to be healed, whether it's a trust issue or something else. So, yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, so we're actually – I really wanted to introduce this uh, episode with just speaking about the biological differences between a man and a woman, and we, we know the obvious ones, right? But what I'm getting at is the biological differences based on our ancestry. So it's kind of like the, I guess that, you know, when it comes to communication and conflict and how we relate to each other. So uh, we've been doing a little bit of work um, under... Um, Dr. John Gottman and uh, we've been doing a lot of reading in terms of um, you know some of the 
the work that, that they do and the research, which is really decades of work. So um, did you have a couple of insights just to help us, Amy, with uh, just understanding these differences? Yeah, yeah. And I guess, you know, going into um, healing a relationship with conscious a conscious couple, the first step is understanding that the, the physiological differences are quite um, – far apart for a male and a female in terms of their ability to communicate, in terms of their their responses in a stressful situation or a conflict situation. So generally, from, from uh, the seven principles of making marriage work, Dr. Gottman talks about this in his book, but for females, we actually have um, a more ability to stay calm and to, um, I guess, eliminate the stress response quicker and faster than what a male can due to our reproduction and the importance of a a mother looking after its baby, um, the oxytocin that needs to be released to to feed the baby through. We all know that, you know, a, a, a relaxed calm mom is able to produce more milk than a stressed out over anxious mom. So it kind of comes back right back to to how we are designed and and how we are made and which on the other side it leads the man to naturally have a higher um, stress response which is for a purpose it's for us to protect ourselves for 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 them to protect the woman and the baby Um, and also in times of um, you know conflict or or you know when the saber-toothed tiger's chasing after us that old that old one it's going to keep us safe and it needs to have those heightened adrenaline and um, to be able to keep us safe. But it's kind of outdated and we haven't evolved in that department as far as our biology and our physiology, but that's really great for our awareness in a relationship. So we know that often a man will avoid conflict. They'll either stonewall or they'll, they'll become defensive and that's all a normal and natural response and we need to remember that. But saying that, we can make some changes too, right? We can adapt and adjust with awareness. Yeah, and this provides sort of the basis of our work uh, two-on-two with couples is we look at this like dropping into the primal state is what we call it, but it's it's like that that unconscious you know behavior that we have that is a program you know all of us have it and it's that defensive program and we really aim to get our couples to move into that prefrontal cortex the higher order thinking and so that's what we're talking about um, in terms of underlying some of these issues that we're going to bring up or some of the ways in which we overcome trust issues we just want to keep this at the forefront that men and women operate differently you know a a man is is going to be overwhelmed by negative thoughts more likely and and obviously become more defensive so so now that we know that we know also that they probably aren't going to be as emotionally available Mm. right this is typical this isn't just every man but uh, this is just based on on research and some of the research is amazing as to how they've actually um, got these results um, they actually hook, hook people up to um, you know these these kind of indicators and these not probes but sensors and they get them to have their conflicts in their house as they naturally would 
And then they replay it back to the couples and they get them to pause it and say, hey, when you had this heightened state and your heart rate went up and your blood pressure went up, you know, what was actually happening here and, and pull that apart. And uh, it's very, very interesting, the kind of experiments that they've actually gone through. But um, we might kick it off with mm. uh, maybe what actually is a breach of trust. Yeah, so there is a lot of different definitions or ways that people can um, perceive a breach of trust or experience a breach of trust. Some of those, obviously, the big ones are infidelity, um, the cheating, uh, lying, covering up, or maybe even saying um, something but not standing by it, not actually following through with what they said that they would do. So so they're, they're types of, of breaks of trusts and... Whether or not they're um, serious or small, it doesn't matter. It's it's actually the impact that it's had on the relationship every time that this kind of occurs. So it can be quite toxic and quite harmful to any type of relationship, whatever whatever type of trust break it has been in them in the relationship. And we all we see things through our own lens, right? As well, so sometimes we find it hard to see it through our partner's eyes, you know, because we might not have experienced uh, much at all, but it is maybe really earth-shattering for, for our partner and uh, and we don't understand because all we're seeing is the the behaviours. Uh, we're not necessarily seeing what's causing those behaviours, you know, that, that deep resentment might be just sitting there. Yeah. Absolutely. So we've got five ways that we can kind of restore trust in uh, your relationship and it's a bit of a uh, methodical approach doing each of the five but it's also important to, to keep in mind the differences between the male and females in this situation as well, because we, again, we are wired differently. We are made differently. So it's important to, to share that with your partner um, when the time comes for this discussion to happen. So, yeah. So it's number one, what's that one? Yeah. So first of all, we need to acknowledge the hurt because when there's been a breach of trust, it means that one one of the partners generally has been left feeling hurt from the actions um, from the other person. And so, you know, they're, they're hurt by whatever the lies, you know, the betrayal, um, the, you know, not being prioritized or feeling second best, whatever it is. Um, we're, we're sort of, the first step is just to acknowledge that we are hurt because when we're hurt, um, what do we build, you know, to, to protect ourselves? Yeah, it's, it's a wall, a protection, you know, and, and mm. we don't want to ever feel that way. And that's a normal response. It's mm. a normal unconscious response that we don't want that pain and struggle again. Yeah, exactly. So we, we kind of build this invisible wall to protect ourselves from this pain. And uh, I like to think of this as, as like a hardening, you know, in connecting with your partner who ruptured the trust. So that hardening is there for your protection, but what it also does is it, is it, it wedges itself in between the two of you in some way. Mm, yeah, and, and, you know, and that's why it's important to, to open up, be vulnerable, share what it is that you're feeling with your partner and acknowledge that, the other partner to, to acknowledge that once, once uh, the partner shares. So that's the first step. I believe, into healing a breach in trust is to actually acknowledge it. So say, you know, I don't know, you, you've hurt me in some way. Then, like, how do I practically go about acknowledging the, 
the hurt. Like, I mean, I know that it's there. I know that it's happened. But then is that acknowledging it just in myself or is it actually kind of acknowledging it together as a couple? Like, is there a certain... Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think it's important to, to bring it to the table, like mm. open up a dialogue or a conversation. Maybe something like, uh, can I have a chat with you tonight? I've got something that I want to share. Mm. And setting that time for them, for the partner to then share whatever it is. So if you were hurt with me, you'd say, I'm feeling hurt mm. because you're saying things that you don't do, whatever, whatever the issue mm. is, of course. All right, so it's really a sensitive topic now because we're moving into step number two, which is open communication. So setting up a time to openly communicate. Now, here's where it gets a little bit tricky, I think, because you've got someone who is a victim of this and you've got the other person who's being accused of it. Mm. Right? So, so then, you know, if I've been hurt, for me to communicate to that to you, it probably is best to be done in a non-critical way, right? So we're bringing it up in, mm-hmm. in, in, a, in a way that is I statements is what we like to say. So, yeah, I, I've, I feel hurt and this is just my experience. Mm. You know? Yeah. So just sitting down and having that open communication, it, it's really, really vital. If we can't mm. communicate with our partner, then nothing's going to be resolved or restored. And this is where the differences in males and females actually Ooh, yeah. gets really tricky. Um, but again, if both partners are willing, it can be amazing the results after it. We see this with couples that we work with, uh, and it's really beautiful to witness two mature adults having a conversation without the walls, without the the you know criticism or the all backlash those as the backlash. Well, like the, yeah. You you made me do this. You mm. know, you kind of weren't you know, meeting me or, you know, you're always at work or, you know, and it's, and it just goes back to, oh, you caused this. And that can often happen too. And that really is just a symptom of defensiveness. That's just, you know, a typical um, standpoint of um, I'm right. Yeah. Which is yeah understandable mm. too. But if you do need help with this, this part of restoring your trust of course there's professionals that can help you with this. And this is something that we will work with as well. Um, but because it can blow, blow up very quickly and that's pretty normal. But again, it's kind of coming back to that calm space and maybe resetting another time to have this conversation if, if it's getting too over overheated and over the mm, top. Yeah. yeah. And as we said, this is complex. So if you can't find that you can, com- you can't communicate without it blowing up into an argument, then you know, make sure you contact a professional or contact us and we're happy to, to set aside some time for, for, for both of you, if you're willing, um, to come along and we can actually help you with, with a process to help you communicate on the same level so that you can get a resolution. All right, so that's the open communication. And the next step, so this is uh, number three of the five that we're going to share today. The next step is being consistent. What does that mean? So with trust... Right, there's a big element of trust that requires you to perceive consistency, for you to see consistency so that you, so that you have evidence that there's a repeating process which then means that I can roughly know what to expect. So I can know what to expect. And, you know, it, it's it's a really... I think it's a key part of trust. And consistency means 
that we're turning up, you know, we're mm-hmm. turning up day in, day out to, to look at repairing this relationship because what's the alternative? And that's really how this open communication should start with that conversation. It's like, well, if we don't repair this, then the alternative is this in my point of view. So it's like, I feel like I can't really stay with you or I feel like we're just never going to repair and therefore we're going to have this toxic relationship and it's just not going to happen. Mm. So Mm. consistency is crucial Mm. when rebuilding trust. And what does that mean? Like how can you you be consistent? Yeah, it's by saying – like doing things that you say you Mm. would – like repetitively, Mm. not just once off, Mm. but showing up when you say you will, um, being reliable and dependable and and consistently doing that, not just again one time and that's tick, you've done, but it may be over. It might take years to actually show this to your partner for them to completely trust you again. Yeah, so what's it worth to you, you know, because there's going to have to be massive amounts of effort to change the current situation if there's been a breach of trust. Mm. It's the truth. Like the easy option would be just to go and exit out the back door. But And if that's an easy strategy for you and you don't think that it's worth and you're happy with, you know, just going through a divorce and splitting up your assets and going through all of that drama, then, you know, then that's your choice. But I think that the majority of relationships are based on a, a good foundation. And, you know, we don't know what's caused this to happen. But right now, we're in the stage of just being consistent and changing our behaviors. Yeah. All right. So the next one is patience, which is, you know, as I was mentioning, it can take years. So being patient, particularly uh, the person who maybe had the, the breach of trust done to them or the person who breached the trust, both people need to be patient. Patient with yourself if you're in that situation um, because it does take time. They, the old saying is time heals all wounds. Well, it can, but it might take some patience to get to that point, right? Yeah, for sure. And it ties in with consistency because the more that we're consistent, the less time it will generally take as mm. well if it's mm. going to be healed. Um, because if they can see you turning up and changing your ways and and looking to operate from a point of wanting to heal the relationship and not just wanting your needs met and just, I just want to be happy. And that means that you need to be happy. So why can't you just be happy? Mm, <laughs> right? mm, exactly. Yeah. Like, Cause sometimes we see that, you know, in our, in our coaching, don't we? We just see like the, the, the person who's caused the breach, like to, to just sort of, oh, I wish, I wish you'd just get over it or I wish you'd, she'd just get over it. It's in the past. Yeah, move on, you know, that kind of stuff. But that that's yeah. never going to be super healthy for a relationship because we don't know what the other person's feeling and experienced in that situation too, right? So let's be patient. Let's be mm. kind to each other. Let's communicate openly to share that with each other of how you're feeling um, because that's the only path to restoring this trust. All right, fantastic. But, you know, we, we've been rocketing through these and um and i think we'll just we'll just leave these notes in um in the description of the podcast but the final part of this puzzle is getting to the root cause of the issue so it's actually healing it's the healing aspect um and particularly of the self-worth and this is more relevant to infidelity you know where there's been kind of someone cheating on the other person But the reason that this is important is because 
both people actually need additional support, in particular the partner who has um, cheated, you know, to, to look at the core wounds that have caused this behavior in the first place. Like things weren't rosy a minute before they cheated. Mm. Like let's just be real here. There must have been something that was not quite right now, whether this was mm. understood from both partners or not, we don't know. But often it's a lack of self-worth. So this person is looking for some form of validation. They have some sort of insecurity in themselves. That's not to condone the behavior, but it's more just saying, hey, there's something that's caused this. Why don't we get to the bottom of it now? Yeah, but I also think it's important to point out because as we've seen, often uh, the person that's had the, the has, has been hurt can maybe sometimes think it's their fault in mm-hmm. some way they've caused mm-hmm. that. I wasn't a very good partner. I didn't, you know, cook dinner that night or, you know, like that we can play those games in our head and we can overthink and, and um, kind of sabotage ourselves into thinking that we're the ones that cause this trust issue or infidelity in this case because this one is all, a lot about infidelity. But we need to remember that, that it's got nothing to kind of do with you in some way, but there is an issue that we need to, an underlying issue that needs to be explored and it's it's something that needs professional help. It's not something that you can probably get to the bottom to, of without some type of healing mm. or some type of uh, support to get that. Yeah, that's right. So so really that, that ends up becoming a really... Um, I think a really pivotal part of making sure that this doesn't reoccur. Mm, absolutely. So, you know, getting to the root cause of the problem is always our focus. It's not about just fixing the behavior. Uh, there's something that caused that. And it may have been nothing to do with your relationship. It could have been something to do with that individual, uh, maybe even from childhood, something yeah. that's completely out of your awareness. And it could have nothing to do with you, but now it does have something to you. Mm-hmm. It, it does have something to do with you. So... So yeah, that's that's sort of the five steps that we really wanted to um, get across um, with you as as our listeners, and um, you know this is some guidelines that we generally follow. Um, but if you feel like you really want to reach out and you're feeling like there's some toxicity in your relationship from an underlying current of you know maybe having a trust issue then reach out. Our website is michaelandamy.com.au and you can find us on on Facebook, on Instagram and obviously we've started this podcast now so if you haven't subscribed, make sure you subscribe. But yeah, we really just thought, I thought this was a hot topic. Mm, yeah, it's a, it's a really good one and I'd like to, I don't know, I always like doing this but I'd like to kind of just quickly go back through the five and maybe if mm. you do have a pen and paper if you're listening or come back to it. Just the quick uh, overview. Number one was bringing hurt to the table. So acknowledging the hurt. Number two is all about the open communication, sharing how you're feeling. Uh, And number three is be consistent. So that's uh, a big one too. Number four was being patient. Now, any type of wound or any type of hurt or pain does take time. So be patient with yourself and each other. And of course, the last one we just shared on is healing the self-worth. Now, the self-worth I just wanted to to share is not only for the the person who cheated, but also the person who was cheated on because often their self-worth can go down a lot because they feel such shame and embarrassment about what happened in their relationship. 
So thank you very much for listening today. It's a little bit of a longer one, but uh, we hope that you've taken away something with this. And remember to share this around, share it with anybody who's in a relationship because I think it'll only benefit um, them and their awareness. Perfect. Enjoy the rest of your day or night, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, and we'll see you on the next podcast. Thanks, guys.